Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Four-year extension. The L.A. Chargers agreed to a four-year extension with wide receiver Keenan Allen and Tennessee cut quarterback Trevor Simeon, while Jacksonville released quarterbacks Mike Glennon and Josh Dobbs. Serena Williams won her match at the U.S. Open. And I don't want to start off talking about the miserable fourth quarter Lakers. You know, I'm not even going to start about talking about the miserable fourth quarter Bucks. You know, I, I'm going to ease in here. I'm going to ease in talking some ball and then I'll transition to your Lakers. And I think just talking ball, it'll put you in the right frame of mind. I, I, look, I'm not running from anything. Game. We can yeah. jump into it. Like, I, 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 you know how hypercritical I am of the Lakers anyway. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So... I'm not only a fan, I, I also know the game. Yes. Right? So I can be critical when it's need when it when when need be and it need needs be. It, absolutely it does. Now, but I can hear I can hear a little bass in your voice. I can hear a little edge in your voice. I you know what you talking like, about? No. What you right, talking right, about, like, man? Like as a parent when your kid screws up and all of a sudden you just you kind of give them those eyes. You know, I can feel your eyes directed at the Lakers as if it's a misbehaving child, you know? Yeah, they need to be punished. Wish they were. They were by the Rockets, man. No doubt about that. And we're going to get to hoops in a second, but how about this? Two big things in the NFL here. Lots of NFL news, by the way. Cuts, players being released, but Deshaun Watson, he signs his contract extension with the Houston Texans. And more AFC South news. Jadevian Clowney expected to sign with the Titans, who obviously were in the AFC Championship game last year. So, you know, there there are sexier divisions than the AFC South, but two big nuggets from that division. I think those are the top two headlines in the NFL today. Yeah, you know, um, I guess we can talk about the NFL. Uh, 
You know, I, I mean, I, as you can, as you, as you know, I was, you know, I was probably fired up. Oh, oh yeah. And listen, just a couple of minutes on this and we'll dive right into the purple and gold. Cause I can tell you got thoughts. You got to get stuff off your chest. Okay. So let's just go, let's go to the clowny signing. Yeah. I think it's good for him, right? The fact, number one, when he was becoming a free agent, we talked, talked a lot about his value what he thought his value was and what his actual value was. That's where most players falter. Okay. We saw it happen with uh, um, Melvin Gordon. Mm -hmm. He thought his value was something else. (laughs) And the Chargers were like, no, they're like, no. And guess what? The rest of the league thought, nah, we don't see it that way either. The same thing happened to Jadavian Clowney. He fired his agent. His agent's starting asking price for Jadavian Clowney was $21 million a year. Mm. You mean a player who was the first pick in the draft, who's never had double-digit sack years in his career. Oh, by the way, he should have thrived because he was playing opposite of J.J. Watt, who always has double-digit sacks. Mm-hmm. No one was double-teaming Jadavian Clowney. By the way, that ding compliments of Houston Texans fan Don Brown, our trusted technical I, producer. Look, I play for Houston, but like I said, I speak facts. What Jadavian Clowney thought he was worth is a big contrast to what his numbers actually were. Now, I heard he was a great guy in the locker room. Seattle, they loved him. They loved the energy he brought. He played 13 games for Seattle. Guess how many sacks he had? I know. It was, what, around three? Three. Yeah. Right? Now, people were saying, well, it's more than just sacking the quarterback. But when you're talking about a defensive end, which he is, he's not an outside linebacker. They put him in. They tried to put him in space in Houston. It was a disaster. But as a defensive end, your measure is how many sacks you get. Your tackles are secondary. Third and long, short, uh, second and long, it's your time to shine. The fact that he can't muster up double-digit sacks. If you get one a game, you're close to leading the league in sacks every year. That's 16 sacks. One a game, that's it. Mm-hmm. He couldn't do that for whatever reason, playing next to a surefire Hall of Famer who's been in double-double digits, 20-plus sacks, multiple years, while you were playing on the other side of him. I hear you. But last year with the Seahawks, there was no J.J. Watt opposite him. No. And and he also played through a core muscle injury. Where I give the guy credit. I know you can – are you rolling your eyes on that? No, I'm just saying. Everybody's hurt, man. Everybody's I, injured. I hear you. Everybody's I hear you. injured. The one thing about Clowney, who was gutting it out, I, I hate – and I understand this is just the way it goes, but I hate that a guy who put the team first and was still trying to gut it out and wasn't his normal self, his numbers suffered because of that. I'm not going to put everything mm. on that because he was fantastic against the 49ers, so I don't want to make it out like – he was totally fine for that game, and then he was just injured for the other ones. 
but I think it impacted his numbers. I don't think if he has that core muscle injury sitting there at three sacks. Okay, so so now we roll into injury prone. How did Jadavian Clowney start his career in the NFL? Yeah, banged up. Right? Got healthy, got banged up again. Got healthy, got banged up again, which lands us to this year. Mm -hmm. Got healthy, banged up again. Okay, you mean you want us to pay $21 million a year for someone who either is banged up or when healthy can't muster double digit sacks. Yeah. And hey, what in what world do we pay for that? Yeah, and this is we haven't gotten the terms yet, but it's probably a one year deal for modest money. I think that's a good pickup for the Titans, but you could really look at it this way, Ephraim, where you gotta judge it from the other team's point of view. If you're the Texans, if you're the Colts you know, if you're a division rival and you hear about this deal, I don't know that you're like, oh, man, that's a big pickup for them. You're kind of like, eh, okay, cool. It, it's, <laughs> not, it's not a big pickup. But you know what? Maybe this is what Jadavian Clowney needed, right? He's been humbled. Yeah. Hey, take a look at yourself in the mirror. Art Shell once told me, you're never as bad as you think you are, or you're never as good as you think you are, and you're never as bad as they say you are. Mm-hmm. Meaning, although you think you're at a, a certain level, you, you you may not be honest with yourself. And Jadavian Clowney looks the part. I mean, he's sculptured. He is. He's a Greek guy. Right? 6'5", 255, 260, 6% body fat. Right? Ran a 4'5", or whatever, 4'6". Where... All of that's fine. That may be great for the Raiders when you're a prospect. But when it comes down to it, how many games has Jadavian Clowney played? He's played in 62 games in five years, right? He has 29 sacks in, in 62 games. That, that's not going to get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you need more for a mega deal. It can't uh, – 32 sacks, excuse me, in 66 games. You can't – that's not going to get you $100 million. No, it's not. And this is a big year for him. This is a prove-it deal uh, for him. I'm imagining this is a very short-term deal. This is not going to be a mega long-term no, and, extension. And you're right. likely a one-year deal. And I think that this will be good for him, being with Mike Vrabel in Tennessee – Defensive-minded head coach, someone who can use him like Vrabel was used when he was uh, in New England. I played against Mike, sharp individual, difficult to block. They schemed. They did everything. This may just this may be exactly what he needed. Guess who else needed the Tennessee Titans last year? Ryan Tannehill. Oh, Look what man, happened to him. One man's him. trash is another man's treasure. Huge, huge for him. Right? Yes, and he- he played well. He wasn't in a, even starting. In a prove it year deal, right? He and wasn't even starting. Backed up the Brinks truck for the guy. Yeah, that's hey, this. You want those type of opportunities as, as as a player? Yeah, and that's what he's got. So we'll see how it goes for him this year. But it's always interesting. Where it's just like the season starts next week. Yeah, right. I know, right? Yeah. Up, let's plug up, pick up Clowney and plug him in and have him just get after the passer. You know, it's it's funny how it works like that. As if there's just been. Time. We got time. We got time. Oh, shoot. The season starts. Let's pick him up. The, now, real quickly, 
there were reports that the Saints Ooh. were interested yeah. in an all-in move. So I think that's what's interesting, too, is it shows you the difference in team recognition. Clowney signs with the Titans, and it's like, yeah, eh, good move. Clowney signs with the Saints. Whoa, look out. Saints are going to yeah. be rough with yeah, Clowney, yeah. right? See, yes, it, yes. That's exactly right. You, you know why? Because perception is reality. You perceive the Saints as being contenders, mm-hmm. right? And people consider what the Titans did last year as a, a one-off. But the thing that I think really is going to help Clowney is the fact that he had his best year. Clowney's best year with nine and a half sacks in uh, 2017 was under Mike Brabel as a defensive uh, coordinator. Or a li- uh, excuse me, a, li- a linebacker's coach. Mm-hmm. So they know each other. Sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes, you know, you go out and you date somebody and and it's just not what you think and you want to come home. You just want to hug somebody you know. Right? You just want you go into your mom's room and you just hug your mom. It's somebody you know. Mike Vrabel is somebody he knows. He just wants a hug. He wants some familiarity. He wants a hug, familiarity, and and it's gonna be okay. Baby, I got you. Right. That's Mike Vrabel. That's the first guy I think of. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) But being reunited with him, it's a good mixture for the Titans real fast. It's you've got Clowney who is, well, he's ticked off because he didn't get the money that he was looking for on the open market. And he's probably healthier this year than last year. So angry and healthy, that's really good for the Titans. You'll take that mixture all day. (laughs) All day. Yes. All right, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. You're more than welcome to participate. 877-99-ON-FOX. Also on Twitter, we're available for you. At Ephraim Salam, at The No Show. All right, coming up next. We get to your purple and gold, Ephraim Salam. (laughs) We'll let you vent. Where did the offense go for both one seeds? Last night, yeah, both the Bucks and the Lakers vanished into thin air. We will dissect it, break it down. That's around <laughs> the corner. I'm Brian No, he's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Brian No, he's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's right. It's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit Geico.com to learn more. All right, E from I'm the I'm just going to kick back, you know, I should have an Arnold Palmer here, or I could just kick back and just let you go to town on these Lakers over here, right? Pathetic fourth quarter, only scored 97 points in a game against the Rockets. They've played better defense, the Rockets have, but goodness, to let the Rockets pack the paint and force you to take outside shots, that's a joke. You should be going straight downhill against that you know, undersized Rockets team, and that wasn't the case in game one. The one number that epitomizes the problem the Lakers had in yesterday's game. One stat. The Rockets have 41 rebounds. Mm -hmm. The Lakers have 41 rebounds. (laughs) The Rockets don't play anyone over 6-8. At any given time, the Lakers have three guys taller than that, two being seven-footers. The fact that you can't out-rebound a team that only shoots, this is why they'll lose the series if they don't rectify this. And the reason I say that is because I look, the truth hurts. <laughs> you don't you think I want to sit come sit in here right now and 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 express this? But I'll tell you this. Number one, they're never gonna outshoot the Rockets. They're never gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Right? The Rockets didn't even have a good shooting game. They were 20, 28%. From excuse me, they were thirty five percent from the three point line. They only made fourteen. We've seen them make twenty plus multiple times. Think about that. The fact that on those long shots, if the Lakers are out rebounded, are tied, or even Steven with the Rockets, they don't shoot well enough to win this series. Because for every two the Lakers get, the Rockets are shooting three. If you give them multiple opportunities, which happened in that game, 
if you give them multiple opportunities to continue to shoot, you'll never be able to score enough. Mm-hmm. When you get the rebound, you get yourself extra possessions. First half, they turned the ball over like they didn't even want the ball. All of a sudden, the Lakers forgot how to pass the ball into the post. It's one of the easiest passes on the planet Earth when the guy is seven foot and P.J. Tucker is six, four and a half. You just throw it up. They completely start playing the Rockets' brand of basketball. And we talked about this last week when they were playing OKC. The Rockets lull you in to playing their style of basketball. And you saw that at the end of that Thunder Game 7 where they're trying to inbound the ball at the very end. Steven Adams is matched up on P.J. Tucker. It makes no Obvious sense. Obvious height advantage. Just throw the ball to the rim. And he didn't dive to the to the rim. Just go he, to he the rim. He dove to the three-point line. It's where like, are you Steve, going? What are you doing, man? This Use is, your advantage. This is the disconnect. The league has changed from dominant big men. So they don't even go over things like that. Right? At no other time is someone 6'5 guarding Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis should have 50 points a game. He can shoot. He can dribble. He can face up. He has a post game. He's not aggressive enough. You don't have to rush. Cartavius, see Cartavius Caldwell Pope? KCP, mm-hmm. you're open so. for a reason. Of course they're going to let you open. If you make that shot, they're going to live with that. You've been dreadful for, for outside shooting. He's the Dort of last season, of last series. Right? right? <laughs> Rock is just leaving Dort it's, open. It's just going to be what it's going to be. Look, if yeah. he gets hot and has 30 in a game, oh, they, they got us. Yeah, okay. All right. We didn't see that one coming, but That's, we don't think he can do that over the course of the series. He's not going to be able to. So, yeah, they'll trick you. They'll lull you into shooting those shots because you're wide open. Instead of taking two dribbles, getting to the elbow, and shooting a nice 15-foot jump shot, they trick you into taking long threes. And then if you don't out-rebound them, now you're taking bad shots and you're not getting second opportunities. This is the reason the Lakers lost that game. Yeah, you know, I'll relate this to dogs. This just popped into my head. But my sister has two dogs. She has a teacup Yorkie named Pixie <laughs> that weighs, I would guess, like a pound and a half. No, it's right? bigger than that. It's, it's about four pounds. Okay. Uh, we have one pound, too. Like 1. 1.7 pounds. We, we have one. Something like I have that. one. <laughs> but, but Pixie runs the place. Yeah. Right? And and my dog, my sister has a bigger dog named Izzy. And Izzy is, uh, she's just a mutt, right? But she's bigger. And I look at Izzy and I'm like, why would you allow Pixie to just run the show? And that's how I look at this Lakers Rockets series. I look at the Lakers like, you're the bigger dog. How are you going to let the teacup Yorkie Rockets run the show and look at you like, no, it's not your turn to eat. You don't eat until I'm done eating. And the Lakers are like, uh, okay, all right. No, you throw your weight around. What are you doing? The Rockets only shot as a team 39 threes and won that game. They made 14 of them. This is the thing that worries me because 
they average probably around 50 or so three-point shots. That they they live in that range. Yeah. yeah they'll they shoot they'll shoot 55 threes in a game. Now, I know the game plan and I watch the Lakers do it. Run them off the three-point line. Run them off the three-point, make them drive, step in, send them to the big, step in, take a charge or whatnot. They started off with that game plan. They started you. off. Are you doing the swim I'm move? Tearing, going... I'm tearing the studio up. <laughs> it's like old school Reggie White I l- club move on a microphone over there. You're I, fired I, up here. I literally just threw the whole computer console <laughs> onto the ground. All right? Because I was watching that game last night. And I, I, look, when they lose, especially in the playoffs, when the Lakers lose, it just messed the whole evening up. Oh, it's man. literally like I play for them. Like I'm on it, but I'm a realist. I can watch the game and break it down. Yeah. Well, look, man, they, the Lakers had a lot in common with the Bucks yesterday. Oof. Because you look at both one seeds just get absolutely punked, especially in the fourth quarter. Both offenses just vanished, especially the Bucks. The Bucks got outscored 40 to 13 in the fourth quarter. And it's similar there where they're just packing the paint on Giannis and they're like, you know what? You got to beat us with your secondary pitch. We're not going to allow you to beat us doing what you do best, which is being a a nonstop freight train with agility. Like that's Giannis. He is mm-hmm. an agile freight train. Normally you don't see that in real life, but that's what Giannis is. He's outstanding in transition. He's a great rim attacker. But as we've seen, he went 0 for 7 from 3. He's just not that outside shooter, and that's what Miami is daring him to do. They're like, you're not going to drive on us like it's the regular season. They completely gave him the outside shot. Like, when he got to the three-point line, Jimmy Butler backed all the way up to the free-throw line. Yeah. We're going to make, because if Giannis makes 10 threes, we're probably going to lose the game. Right? If, if he makes 10 threes... No, we probably not gonna win there. That's just that's thirty points in threes. We're probably not. This, they got us this one, but we're gonna take the chance because he's not a very good three point shooter. But we want we don't want him to do is get in the lane, spin, and dunk the ball on our faces, which mm-hmm. we saw a couple times. Now watching Giannis, he tweaked his ankle a little bit, right. and he had and he wasn't the same after that. Another thing I I want to say I don't know what uh. Uh, Coach Budenhauser is doing in terms of minutes. Oh, you got to empty the clip. If this, like this, this, this makes no sense to me. I know that he had a, a gimpy ankle, but it wasn't to the point where but, he but, couldn't do anything. But even there. before then, right? Even before the gimpy ankle, Giannis he only played thirty-five minutes yesterday. Wait, what? They do realize that we're no longer we're no longer saving we're we're not saving him for anything anymore, right? Yeah, yeah this is winter go home territory. Like there is no oh we'll get him we'll, we'll we'll get him the next time. He played thirty six minutes the game before. This is real. This is your best player, who's going to be the two time reigning MVP, right? Yeah. Oh man, he's he's playing. 33 minutes a game in the playoffs. What? 
I know it. it there's got to be more than that. This, this is not a... Who was doing that? That time for load management in the playoffs. This is go time. That's just... Especially the way they're constructed. This isn't even the, the Clippers where you put Kawhi on the bench for a little bit, let him get a breather. You've got Paul George, as long as you know Paul George is playing to his capabilities. And you've got a deep roster. That's not what the Bucks are looking at here. So I'm with you on that. we got to get to, there are a couple other layers with Giannis that I find fascinating. We're going to do that coming up next. But uh, first, speaking of fascinating, I don't think that even does justice to the one and only Steve DeSager to spin us around here. How you doing tonight, Steve? Doing well, gentlemen. Are you where the Kentucky Derby was today? I was watching it, Steve. I've got lots of thoughts on it if you're interested after your update. Because there's wagering involved, of course. <laughs> well, I won my first ever bet with Johnny Velasquez, who was the winning jockey today. Got his third triple uh, Kentucky Derby win as a, a jockey. So that was my first ever betting win on a horse race over at Saratoga in New York. So I fond place in my betting heart for Johnny Velasquez. Really? Yes. This is this wait a minute, this jockey that won today, uh-huh. You saw jockey yeah. some other horse in New York. Yep, yeah. It was the first horse racing bet I ever won. <laughs> and it was thrilling. Oh, it was thrilling. He's it was out awesome. Of he he's hurt. out of control. Yeah, he's done. Uh by the way, not only his third for trainer Bob Baffert, his sixth Derby winner, and the Kentucky Derby goes to authentic. By the way, it's September fifth that we're talking the Kentucky Derby. So the year twenty twenty continues. Baffert's other horse, Thousand Words, did act up in the paddock, reared up, fell on his side shortly before post time, and was scratched by the veteran and then Baffert afterwards said his assistant broke his arm trying to get the saddle on that colt. So Authentic was okay, examined back at the bar, was not injured, was the winner. However, Authentic was startled when the traditional blanket of red roses was placed on his back in the winner's circle and uh, Bob Baffert was knocked down. So he had to be held up. (laughs) And there were no fans in attendance instead of the usual 150,000. But Authentic does upset the heavy favorite, Tis the Law, which had won the Belmont in June. Belmont being, of course, the first of the Triple Crown races this year. The Preakness, normally the second, will be run a month from now. Do we all have that? NBA playoffs, it's early fourth quarter, and Toronto is leading the Boston Celtics 81-73, a chance to tie the second round series at two games apiece. Now, Pascal Siakam has 20 points for the Raptors, although from three-point range, he's 2 of 12 tonight, but the Celtics as a team from long distance, 5 for 25. Coming up in about a half an hour, the Clippers, up one game to none, face Den Denver again. Milwaukee's Giannis Antetokounmpo is questionable for tomorrow with a sprained ankle. The top seeds in the East are down three games to none to Miami. And no, in the NBA, no one's ever come back from down three games to none. In the NHL, a Game 7 to end the conference semis tonight. The top seed in the East Philadelphia early second period is getting shut out by the New York Islanders two to nothing. The winner here will face Tampa Bay in the Eastern Conference Final. Free agent defensive end Jadavian Clowney. It's not just reports say he says he will sign with the Titans. He played for coach Mike Vrabel in Houston. The Texans gave quarterback Deshaun Watson a four-year extension worth $111 million guaranteed. Watson still has two years left on his rookie deal. The LA Chargers agreed to a four-year extension with wide receiver Keenan Allen. He's posted three straight seasons with at least 1,100 yards receiving. And among the Major League 
League Baseball games, the first of a doubleheader in Anaheim. The Astros lead the Angels 4-3 in the fourth, but Mike Trout has hit his league-leading 15th home run. For Mike Trout, who's not yet 30 years old, that's career homer number 300. And earlier today, Oakland on Fox beat San Diego 8-4, while the St. Louis Cardinals were 4-2 winners over the Cubs in the first of a doubleheader. The winning pitcher, Adam Wainwright, the ageless one, is 4-0. and yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, where is this coming from? Anyway, the second game will start up in about 10 minutes with the Cubs and Cardinals. Back to Mr. Cardinal. Thank you, Steve DeSager. Appreciate that. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam. I don't know. Did Clowney go Leonard Fournette? Does he have a photoshopped picture of himself in a Titans uniform? Like that's reports saying that Leonard Fournette is signing with Tampa, and then there's a photoshopped picture of Fournette in a Tampa uniform. And you're like, up, oh, it's official now. I don't know if that's what Clowney did. Maybe he just went and said, yeah, I'm going to te- to uh, Tennessee over here. But uh, yeah, it's official, man. Official. By the way, real fast, Ephraim, what do you think of the Fournette deal? I love the move. I think it's a good move for Tampa. Oh, it's great. It's great because, number one, you get a, a young running back who gives you experience, he gives you toughness, and he has the ability to really hit, you know, the the long run. And you team him up with uh, a bunch of backs, you keep him fresh, and you really give something Tom Brady hasn't really had, right, a, a, a lot of. And that's a, a bona fide running game. Now, New England was always using their running backs in special ways, not just carrying the ball. Now you can really ground and pound, right? Yeah. You got to pick your poison. You got tremendous offensive weapons on the outside. You cannot stack the box. You don't stack the box. Leonard Fournette can take it to the house. I think right. it's an excellent move. I think it's great for Leonard Fournette. I do too, and he was a good receiver out of the backfield last year with Jacksonville. He's putting up receiving numbers very uh, comparable to Alvin Kamara, who we all know is an outstanding receiving running back. And we know how much you love receiving running backs. Uh, that's uh, Tom Brady is in the market for receiving running backs. You yeah. know, yeah, <laughs> he loves him some receiving. Who's running your backs. Who's your favorite running back of all time? Receiving running back because that's. That's the measure that you you you. Who me? You, you hold, yeah, you hold all running backs to. Why? Why do you say that? Because you're always <laughs> saying stuff like he doesn't even catch the ball out of the backfield. I said, but he led oh, the league wait, in rushing. Wait, wait, he, wait, he, wait. he led the league in rushing. Yeah, Just but he, because we he, have he can't one, catch. We have one <laughs> knockdown drag out about Derrick Henry and his stone hands and not getting many opportunities out of the backfield. And now it's only about receiving running backs. See huh? how I didn't forget, huh? Uh, I, you yeah, see how I, I didn't see forget. where this is coming from. I get it. Uh, I don't know if I, I'm not sure. I have to think about that. I, I was a huge Barry Sanders fan. It's Barry easy was for me. This Marshall Falk. It was no other running back that uh, um, he was. Yeah, he was literally a receiver in the running back's body. He was, and he, just so aware. <laughs> just a lot of times, it's like Belichick in situational football. Mm-hmm. I don't know that there was a more situationally aware player than Marshall Falk. Without he a always doubt. knew the situation. And, and look to his credit. At San Diego State, I watched him work out and practice with the receivers. So in individuals, he would go run routes against DBs with the receivers. Mm -hmm. 
that that never happens. It's usually, you know, the running backs, they do a, a period with the linebackers, right? And you, you have to beat a linebacker. Well, that was that was a given. So he would literally go run real routes. So in a game, when they put him in motion and you saw a safety come down or you saw a linebacker go out over him, you knew where the ball was going every single time. Mm-hmm. Every it was it was no way a safety or a linebacker could guard Marshall Falk in college or in the pros out of the backfield. It's impossible. And I hate that. Um, look, I get some of it. Or let's just say there's a really special player, say Carson Wentz at North Dakota State, or it's Marshall Falk at San Diego State, and it's not a you know, like a blue well, well, blood wait, school. Wait, wait, right? First of all, wait, don't equate North Dakota State to <laughs> San Diego. Don't do that. Like you're not going to be disrespectful like that. I'm just talking. No, that's no, 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 no. You're going to take the comparison a F- trait, uh, the, the comparison flight, just do, trying to get off the ground. And it's like, whoa, whoa, we're not do. equipped to even exit the ground just yet with where you're going here. No, I'm just saying. No, bro. Okay. All right. An FBS school, that's what you're doing? I'm just saying non-traditional. We're not talking Alabama. Just We're say a non-power five. What are you talking yeah. about non-traditional? Non-power five, <laughs> right? The point is I understand when there's a real special player who isn't playing at a – a big time power five school where the reaction is, is he just beating up on competition that isn't as good as it is elsewhere? I get that. But there are a lot of times where you can tell you're like, no man, this dude's just special. Yeah. Ask Miami. (laughs) When they came to San Diego state and what Marshall did to them. Ask USC. Right. This is all you got to do is go back and look at his highlights. (laughs) It didn't matter if he was playing Wyoming, SC, Miami, Fresno State. It was the same thing. Unstoppable. I, I, you know what? I think the we might get a few tweets from the, the Bison community. over. Very disrespectful toward the Bison you've been here tonight. Ephraim I'm Salon. not being disrespectful. You're being disrespectful. <laughs> toward the Aztecs. Huh? All right. We got to get to this. Coming up next from the Geico Studios. An exceptional player is headed straight toward unwanted territory. A little bit more of a comparison game, if you will. I'm Brian No, he's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, he's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. So Giannis Adetokounmpo, this is bad timing, E from Salam, because he's about to receive his second consecutive MVP award. And the Bucks are down 3-0 right now. And uh, I don't know which day he's going to receive the award. If it's tomorrow before the <laughs> uh, the 0-3 game well, is they, about to tip they, off. They give it to him before they have to give it to him at home like they had to do uh, John Morant. Oh, man. Or, like, remember Dirk Nowitzki? This is when they got ousted by the We Believe yes. Warriors. And... Mark Cuban is handing him the award and it's like a closet or something like that. That's where we're headed right now for Giannis. And man, you start thinking about his rep. He's headed straight toward Clayton Kershawville. He's going to be known as this great regular season player who just falters in the playoffs. That's becoming his resume. I've said this, and I said LeBron. I thought LeBron James was the most valuable player this year. I'm a little bit biased. Plays for the Lakers. 
But at in year 17, at 35 years old, he led the league in, in triple doubles. I mean, excuse me, in, in, in assists. All right? Something he's never done before. But he altered his game plan because he's playing with a, a true uh, top five player. Um, and he became a point guard. Yes, LeBron James over the course of his career has always handled the ball, but he played, he started at the point guard position. And to come in and be the best point guard in terms of assists, which is what point guards are uh, valued and, and graded on, how how well do you get other t- uh, other uh, teammates involved, he uh, performed in, 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 uh, better than his other peers. Now, Dame Lillard, is a dynamic point guard, score first point guard, the whole nine yards. It's, it, 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 it ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. I look Gian- at it where – go ahead, go ahead. Giannis is a dynamic player with more gifts than – you know, his size, his strength, his, his speed and agility, right? But what he doesn't have is he doesn't have that thing that you'll be like, ooh, because you can take away – a piece of the court and completely nullify him, which yeah. is what the Raptors did last year. Right? They're going to pack the paint and, and they, force look, him man, to beat you outside. Like I said, if you if you hit 10 threes, you got us. <laughs> Nothing we can do. And it's not because he's not developing his game. Yeah, he's gotten better. His stats are better than they were last year. But it's just something – Number one, he needs a real number two. That's my thing, too, is when you get to this discussion, and this was talked about during the week, because Richard Jefferson threw it out there on Twitter, Giannis might be a Pippin. There I said it. He needs his Jordan. And I look at it differently where I think that Giannis needs his Pippin. That's how I look at it. He doesn't have a true number two. If you look at LeBron, having Anthony Davis. Oh, my God, it's a luxury. Compare that to what Giannis has. Who's the closest thing to Anthony Davis? The answer would be no one. <laughs> like, not even close. Right, yeah. Uh, you know, and Chris Middleton is a good player. He's an all-star the last two years. He's a good player, but he's not that. You, you're not going to hang your hat on, on, on him. Right? You're not going to, we're, we're going to go as far as, oh, that's yeah. not, he's not that guy either. Right? He's a good shooter. He had a good game yesterday. But you need another presence, a fearful presence, right? You need someone teams are going to be fearful of. Teams were afraid of Scottie Pippen, right? Number one, defensively, he can stop anybody. Ask Mark Jackson. He made him start the offense from the opposing uh, free throw line. He couldn't even get the ball past half court. Mm-hmm. Right, that type who can also be a dynamic scorer. So you had Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan playing up top. They shut everybody down. The Dobermans, they were like Doberman pinchers playing defense. <laughs> right, you need that type of dynamics. Right, when you had LeBron James and Dwayne Wade, that's dynamic. Kobe, Shaq, dynamic. Chris Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo, that's not dynamic. No, it's not dynamic, and that's what it boils down to is. Okay, think about uh, Giannis. Is he a one or is he a two? We always talk about receivers. Is this guy a true one or is he more of a second receiver? So which is Giannis specifically in the playoffs? Is he a leading role guy or is he the best supporting actor? 
I would he's a leading guy. Like I'm not going to take anything. Yeah. I'm not going to take anything away from him. He's he's a leading guy. Yeah. But his skill set his skill set can be accentuated by another leading guy, another yes. You you get what I'm saying? Totally. The threat of someone going for 40. No one's thinking that Chris Middleton is going for 40 at any. Scotty Pippen can give you 35 and 15, right? Kobe and Shaq were averaging 30 plus each in the playoffs. Dwayne Wade and 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 LeBron James. LeBron might have 35. Dwayne might have 32. You don't get that dynamic and that fear from opposing teams with Chris Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo, number one, because Giannis can't really shoot an outside shot. Right. And the other thing that's plagued the Bucks is their lack of three-point defense. And the finger shouldn't be pointed right at Giannis for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like That's where I look at the supporting cast of Giannis. If they don't do a good job guarding the perimeter, well, you look elsewhere than Giannis on that one. You know what I mean? So that's where it comes to the supporting cast in my mind, which we get it, especially with superstar players. The star players, they're going to get the brunt of the criticism. And a lot of times it goes above and beyond the reality. I just look at the supporting cast, and there's a lot to be desired (laughs) in terms of that. But all the fingers are being pointed at Giannis. Of course, he's the MVP. Right, because they just expect him to move mountains, and that's not the scenario. you got to have a number two or someone to consistently make a defense pay if they're just taking the ball away from the star player. You have to have that, and they don't have that consistently. No, they don't, and if you don't have it, then you're going to find yourself in a situation where they're in now. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios, what does this move really say? Keep it locked right here. I'm Brian Noheasy from Salam on Fox. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Man, I'll tell you what, big man. We're watching the Raptors trying to even the series. And the Celtics should have a 3-0 lead in this game, regardless of what happens. But they screwed it up at the end. They allowed a buzzer beater from OG Ananobi. Screwed up the, the defense on that inbound play. And here we are with, boom, you blink your eyes and Toronto's trying to even up the series. Crazy. You have to capitalize on moments when they when they're there. Right? Because now if they end up holding off Toronto and winning this, look, it's no home court advantage. You can't you know, pull from the crowd and <laughs> your own bed and your own surrounding. This is if you allow a team to get back after having your foot on their neck, then the momentum shifts and that pendulum is vast. Yeah, it's true, man. It really does. It shifts very fast like that. Remember Jalen Brown after the game in game three? Obviously, tonight is game four, but... After game three, he was like, it's on me. It was an effing disgrace <laughs> us losing that game. We had it. And Jalen Brown lost sight of OG Ananobi and OG can the three. And tonight, Jalen Brown has been brutal. He's three for 16 from the field. He's one for 10 from three-point range. So uh, Jalen had the defensive laps last game and just a horrible shooting night tonight. And, and now so. the offensive laps. Yep. Yeah, the offense following the defense. And but. and it usually happens like that, right? You're so down on yourself that you can't really get your rhythm back. It's going to take something else traumatic to help you get your rhythm back. This is traumatic. So now he has to go to his hotel room, get his pre-made uh Pre, pre-made room service or, or whatever and try to figure out how to light that fire now because Toronto stole it. Yeah. They're they're back. Yeah, they are. They New life. It's crazy how that worked out. But I think it's a great point about how the bubble is different than normal NBA times, especially for the higher-seeded teams. When you're expected to win and you get off track a little bit. Take Milwaukee, for instance. You drop the first game. All right, we're trying to get back on track. Okay, you lose a heartbreaker in game two. 
It's that like you get the home court advantage. If there were home court advantage in those first two games, maybe you earn a split. You probably do. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't just snowball the way it has. So that's not to give excuses or take credit away from Miami. But I think those teams that are better, at least on paper, had the better regular season. They're having a harder time getting the momentum back on their side. And the home court hasn't been able to help assist them in doing so. I think that's really interesting. Yeah, and and so advantages and momentum as we know it has shifted and changed. The teams that can deal with that and process that the fast the, the fastest will have success. And we're seeing that happen. Miami oh, man. has flat out said, oh, we're going to take all of that. Yeah. We're going to take all of that. And my and Milwaukee gave it their best shot. They did. They were like, okay, look, we're going to come out. Usually when a team, number one seed, gets handled, that next game they come out and blow a team out. And you have to be aware of that. Normally it's at home. You have that momentum on your side. You have the fans, all of that. In this situation, it's not the case. So yeah. now, when 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 uh, Milwaukee came out and were like, "Boom, we're hitting it, we're going, we're going," guess who was right with them? Miami was right with them. They're a real easy team to root for if you don't have oh, a dog in that goodness. series. Just but How can Jimmy you not? Butler. I know it. Jimmy Butler, he plays with such anger, and I mean that as a, a compliment. Like he's just ticked off. It looks like he's mad the whole game that thing Jimmy what we do to you yeah (laughs) just like someone was talking trash about his family from the box that's just he fires himself up and you can see his influence on everybody else they're a fun team to watch because they're fearless beyond Jimmy Butler just watching Tyler Hero he's a rookie oh yeah he's taking shots he doesn't ice water ice water yeah He's like, that's a big shot. Fine. Great. Give it to me. And speaking speaking of family, Jimmy Butler was like, oh, no, I won't won't be having anyone in in the bubble here. This is a business business trip for me. I love that. (laughs) I did, too. I love that because that's his mentality. His mentality is, no, we good. Y'all hang back at home. I'll be there. I'll get back to you. Y'all just hang back. Let me handle this business, and I'll get back to you. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Okay, so Steve Nash hired by the Brooklyn Nets. And it, it caught a lot of people by surprise. Nick Nurse earlier this week, he was like, well, I caught me off guard. That wasn't on my radar at all. I hadn't heard anything about that. I heard maybe Steve Nash. Hey, Jacques Vaughn, he's going to get an interview. I never heard Steve Nash, but it then gets to this. This was a conversation at the latter part of the week, which was, is this a situation of white privilege with Steve Nash getting the job? And the way I look at it, Ephraim, I think it's about connections and relationship. I think it's It's more about that and less about skin color because you have to look at Steve Nash. He was a teammate of Sean Marks, who is the GM with the Nets. Steve Nash worked with Kevin Durant when Steve Nash was a consultant for the Warriors. So I look at it that way, and I think 
if everything is the same, Steve Nash is the former two-time MVP. He's the guy who was a teammate of Sean Marks. He worked with Kevin Durant. Everything's the same except Steve Nash is black. Am I supposed to sit here and be like, oh, no way. Just because of that, he would he'd never have this job. Well, I don't well, believe that well, at all. Well, no, because it's, it, it, it's, it's difficult to go the other way. Because like you said, um, it was Steve Nash had, is, is friends with the GM, right? You hire what you know. We yeah. see it a lot in the NFL and all professional sports. Coaching, whole coaching staffs go with each other. You hire what you know. What people are saying is there are not enough African-Americans in the pipeline to be a part of that you hire what you know. Right? That's where the concern is. Right? I don't necessarily myself think this was white privilege. I think Steve Nash has a great relationship with Kevin Durant, has had that relationship for quite some time. They've spoken about it. No one knew Steve Nash wanted to be a coach, which is okay. Derek Fisher, two days after he retired from playing basketball, was the head coach of the Knicks. Yeah. And I was like, well, that doesn't seem like a good idea, which it turned out not to be. Right? Jason Kidd, Tyron Lue, all of these guys without head coaching experience got opportunities. Now, I would have liked to see the process of interviewing some of these young, talented uh, African-American coaches in waiting. I would have loved to see that process. It didn't happen. They already had in mind what they wanted to do. They knew they were going to go with Steve Nash because of the relationship he's had with KD. That's why KD signed off on it. Obviously, that relationship is bigger and better than what we we know because if KD says no, then it's not going to happen. Right, it's a no go at that stage, right? So, but, yeah, but I but I will in. say that there are not enough African Americans in the pipeline to hire what you know to for the GMs to be like, oh, that's the problem that we see in professional football and basketball and all professional sports when it comes to uh, minority uh, head coaches. Well, hey, man, I totally agree that there aren't enough black head coaches in or the GMs NBA or, or anyone or of, 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 you know, of influence in, in an organization. Right. The numbers are embarrassingly low in the NBA, also the NFL. So I totally appreciate that. I just think that to say that it's white privilege, I think that goes too far. That's the only thing is like you're you're basically saying. The only reason Steve Nash got this job is because the color of his skin. Which is not fair it's, to Steve Nash. It's not true. It's, yeah. it's, 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 not, it's not fair to Steve Nash because <clears throat> he's a tremendous person. Um, he's been uh, instrumental uh, with, with so many players in the league and all that. He's just the, the name that get caught up into this, right? It has, it's, 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 it's right. not him. He's not like, uh, hire me, I'm white. Or it, it's not that it's... <laughs> The current, it's the current climate in this country. Every move is going to be scrutinized. So when you do something that doesn't seem like you've gone through the process of elimination, mm-hmm. it's going to be scrutinized. Right, and which, I get which it. this is. Yeah, right? if you take a guy like Sam Cassell, who's oh. been an assistant coach for a long time, and is qualified to be a head coach, I can totally understand how someone like Sam Cassell might look at this. 
be like being in line at an amusement park, mm-hmm. you know, and you're waiting for a ride and you're waiting for a ride and you're waiting and someone just has the speed pass and just goes right, right by you. And you're like, what? What's up with that? Like, <laughs> so many times, you know, white individuals have speed passes in life. <laughs> this is these are facts. I'm just, you know, th- these are facts. And I, I'm not saying this is that situation, but once You've been standing in that same uh, proverbial line and you see speed pass after speed pass. You don't know which one is legitimate or not. All you know is you keep getting passed up. That fair. And that's why if we continue that with the speed pass, if I'm Sam Cassell and see Steve Nash race in front of me with the speed pass, I'm like, what's up with that? Like like speed pass. Here we go again. If he says, hey, uh, two time MVP. Former teammate Sean Marks worked with KD, have a friendship and a relationship. Then I'm like, all right, that makes a lot more sense. Where, you know, if you buy your speed pass at the amusement park, okay. If you just are handed it just for no good reason, then I'm like, what's up with that? But if you pay your dues and there are reasons why you have the speed pass, you know I can what? Accept that easier. You know what? No one can tell. People on the outside looking in can't tell whether you paid your dues or they gave it to you. Therein lies the problem. Absolutely. But if we look at the Steve Nash situation specifically. We still don't have all the information because the first thing people said, even coaches in the league was like, I didn't even know he wanted to coach. So it looks like it just came out of the air. Like, wait, what? Like the like they went to Steve Nash like, hey, you want to coach? And he was like, uh, okay. Right? That's the perception of what happened. Because it just it he wasn't in the coaching carousel, so to speak. So it just seems like they went to his house one day and he was playing soccer in the back with the kids and they were like, Hey Steve, you wanna coach K D and the boys? And he was like, Okay, sure. Because we're not privy to the conversations, the influence he's had on certain players, the organization, so on and so forth. All we see is the Tyron Lose, the Jason Kids. Uh, the Sam Cassells, the Mark Jacksons. That's that. That's the that's the, the elevated state we're in right now in society. It's like, wait a minute, where did he get a ticket from? Well, that and that's where it's it's not looked at in a vacuum. We're looking at all the other instances of this being the case, right? Yeah. But if yeah. you look at just the, like as hard as it is, don't look at anything else. Just look at this situation in a vacuum. And if you look at Steve Nash versus Sam Gassell versus Teron Liu versus Mark Jackson, whoever you want to throw out there, there's a great chance that Steve Nash ends up being more successful than all those guys, right? And there's a chance he may falter and yeah, like what, so many guess? first time. What do you time, think? What do you think's going to happen with him? First of all, when you have that level of talent on a team, it's hard to fail. Yeah, sure. right. When Steve Kerr took over, and I'm not taking anything away from Steve Kerr. When Steve Kerr took over the 55-win Golden State Warriors. Oh, they, they clearly went into another gear. Right? Completely. We pretty much knew he wasn't going to fail. We knew he was going to get to the playoffs and they were going to be successful. We didn't know how great they were going to be. But you look at that hire, and you I look at the, the Steve Nash hire the same way as you got arguably the best player on the court when he's healthy in 
uh, Kevin Durant, you got a team right now with unknown superstars that fight harder than anybody else in the league. And, oh, by the way, you have Kyrie. How can this go bad again? Well, it should work. And look how hard they played in the bubble. With Exactly, yeah. That's exactly right. Who was on the roster? Who was left? You know, they got hit by injuries and COVID left and right, and they were still battling. So, yeah, it should work. It should, but uh, I don't know. Interesting conversation. If you want to weigh in, feel free to do so. At the No Show, at Ephraim Salam. Your comments always welcome. Coming up next from the Geico Studios, LeBron compares the Rockets to an NFL team. You know me, Ephraim Salam. I love when we're talking hoops and it compares to football. Do you buy the comparison? That's on the way. I'm Brian No, He's from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Brian No, he's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Blue Emu, maximum pain relief. It works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist recommended. Odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backaches, strains, sprains, and even arthritis. There's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu, maximum pain relief. Works fast and you won't stink. All right, we've got some... LeBron James audio, Ephraim Salam. It was a disappointing game one loss 
for the Lake Show. And LeBron, he made a football comparison here. Now, you know me. I can compare anything to football, specifically the NFL. I actually did a bit. This is a year or two ago. It was called Back to Ball. And so the staff, they would just throw out random things, and I would somehow compare it back to football. So this is right in my wheelhouse right here. I love stuff like this. So this is LeBron comparing the Houston Rockets to an NFL team. Check this out. It's kind of like in the early 2000s when the St. Louis Rams, greatest show on turf. And people always say how, how they scout them and scout them and scout them. But until they got on the, on the field and they seen uh, Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt and Marshall Falk and Oz Hakeem and all those guys, then it was like, okay, we need, we need to play them again because there's no way you can simulate that speed. Um, so um, getting, on, getting out on the floor and having a game one uh, give you a good feel for it. How about that, man? Flexing his NFL knowledge he, muscles. Right LeBron there. James is an avid football fan. That's why they do their little, uh, their they do their play where Le- LeBron plays quarterback. You know, right. you know, and in, in, in warm ups and in all of that, and Anthony Davis is his tight end, and so on and so forth. Um, but he's absolutely right. I remember playing against the greatest show on turf. Now the Rams. I was with Atlanta. The Rams were in our division. And we had been beaten up on them. And in 98, when we went to the Super Bowl, we, I mean, Jamal Anderson didn't, in the both games we played the Rams, Jamal Anderson didn't play in the fourth quarter. And I believe he had 153 yards and 180 yards, respectively, rushing against them. But that next year, uh, it just was different. (laughs) Because... Kurt Warner and Oz Hakeem, who San Diego State as well, Marshall Falk, San Diego State as well, even Justin Watson, their backup running back, San Diego State as well, uh, and Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt, it just was a whole, we weren't ready. No one was ready. And I think when you're playing against the Houston Rockets, you don't really get the fact that they just want to shoot. Right. And they're going to concede a lot of things. Just to stay in their lane, they're excellent at making other teams play fast like them. That's what that's what happens. And that's why I mentioned earlier, if the Lakers can't slow themselves down, take care of the ball, get quality shots over quantity of shots. You're not going to outshoot the Rockets. We know that. Every single person on that team shoots over 35% from the three. Even Austin Rivers. Every single person. So if you go into it jacking up a bunch of threes and trying to play at their tempo and not take advantage of what they give you, like rebounding, scoring inside, if you don't take advantage of those things, then they're going to beat you because you're playing their style of basketball. Yeah. You got to do what you do best instead of trying to do what they do best or it, it, switching it, it, to their it, style. It, it makes no sense, right? Like when you played against the Rams when they were the greatest show on turf, if you yeah. went out there and no huddled and you tried to score with, you don't have the personnel to do that. That's right, man. It was similar with the Warriors. Same thing. Yep, that's exactly right. You can't out-warrior the Warriors. No, you have to make them change. 
Yeah. Right. You have to get them uncomfortable. Not like as as the number one seed, the Lakers have to say, we're going to impose our will on you, which is what football teams do. Right. When you want to talk about the comparison to football and basketball, football teams say, hey, look, you can't stop us running the ball. I don't we don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. We're going to make you regret that when you played against the Peyton Mannings and the Drew Breeses. I don't care what nickel dime defense you run. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to stop our prolific passing attack. Yeah. Right. They didn't cower to you having great DBs and say, okay, well, we're, we're going to do this now. And, right. And they didn't switch if your defense had success in, say, the first half. Right. Exactly. And they're like, all right, well, we got to switch on the fly. We're just going to run the ball because we can't throw it. They're like, no, no, we're going to do what we do. And there's only so much they can do about it. It's as if the Lakers were like, oh, they're going to pack the paint? Well, then uh, I I guess we're going to shoot jump shots then. I, I guess that's no, what we have to do. No, don't do that. No, yeah. Don't do not do that. They're packing the paint with 6'5 players. <laughs> that's How right. packed can the paint be? Six A 6'5 six player. That's like you trying to stop me from scoring in the post. Right. It's not going to happen. Again, like the same thing with football. If we're near the goal line, you can pack the paint, meaning the end zone. But if Randy Moss can just jump higher, well, guess what? There's not that, that you much can put you can do about that. Two people over. Do you remember how they start covering uh, Calvin Johnson on the goal line? Yes. Oh, yeah. Punt coverage. They had two guys <laughs> in, 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 in punt coverage formation yeah. guarding Calvin Johnson because you, you just can underhand the ball up into the air, and he was just going to jump up and get it. That's right. They would do the same thing to Tony Gonzalez. Same thing. Yeah. Right? That's how you make people conform to how you're playing, right. not the other way around. Don't get into a shooting match with the Rockets. You're not going to win that. You historically this year haven't shot well enough to do that. Right. And there is something to be said about – <laughs> like to, we've, we're just here the last series and there was an overreaction the last series when the Lakers dropped game one where it's like, oh gosh, look out the Blazers, not your typical eight seed. And here they're vulnerable. The Lake, the Lakers didn't lose another game. Exactly. You know? I'm, and, so I'm, I, and, and, and people are, are they're They're like, come on guys, relax. I'm not overreacting. What I'm doing is stating facts. If the Rockets out rebound you, the chances of the Lakers winning are very slim. That means they get more shots. If they out-rebound you, they get more possessions, they shoot a high volume of Mm three-pointers. The chances of them winning are greatly increased the less possessions you have as a team. How is that overreacting? That's not an overreaction. You haven't said that the Lakers are going to lose this no, series. No, I, I don't think they're going to lose the series. <laughs> That's right. Just I, At all. I think they're going to win the championship. But what I do, because they have the ability to. But what they do have to do is they have to be the team that they are. Right. Right. And that's the other thing that the even amount of rebounds yesterday, that should be a huge advantage for the Lakers and for them to be even. Oh, that that's makes no sense. It makes yeah. no sense. At no point did they not have a seven-footer on the court. <laughs> so I, I, I don't get where, where's – like I'm watching P.J. Tucker just out-rebound people. I'm like, wait a, wait a second. I know it. Time out. 
And I love the heart of PJ. Oh, Tucker, you gotta love him. Gotta you love have it. to. Yeah, but there are times where it's just like you're playing into his hand. You know what I mean? Like he's good. Don't get me wrong, but you're making him better by not being aggressive. Westbrook enough. had nine rebounds. PJ Tucker had nine rebounds. Only one Laker had more than nine rebounds. That was Anthony Davis. No one else on that team had over nine rebounds. D- you I can can't just do picture that. you watching the game as a big man. Oh, watching big men not play like they're big guys. I can't guys. stand it. I hate it. You know how much I feel about <laughs> getting a pass in the post or grabbing a rebound and catapulting the ball to thirty-five feet out to the three-point shooter. If you're seven feet tall and you grab a rebound under the rim, please jump your body into the air and gorilla dunk on whoever's down there. Shaquille O'Neal, Patrick Ewing, Akeem Olajuwon, David Robinson, Tim Duncan. Hello. Yeah. You think Shaq is going to grab a rebound and catapult it out to the three-point line? (laughs) No, No. Are you kidding me? He's going to put you in the rim. That in mentality it. is gone. I hate That's that. Right. Yeah, he's going to put the ball and you through the rim. You're going into the bucket. <laughs> All right, uh, we got to get to Steve DeSager, who's going to spin us around the sporting landscape right now. A friend of America. That's right. You take it away, Steve. How about the Denver Nuggets start against the Clippers tonight? Six minutes to go in the first quarter. It's 21-9 Denver. This is game two of their second round series. The Clippers had won the opener. So far, Kawhi Leonard, one of five shooting, and Paul George is one of six. Playoff P, Paul George. Uh, yes. Man. <laughs> he was, remember when he finished up the last series, a, a win in the series against Dallas, he was 6 of 19 shooting. And during that series against the Mavs, he had three straight games where he was 4 of 17, then 3 for 16, then 3 for 14. He has started 1 of 6 in tonight's game against Denver. Toronto is even at two games apiece after beating Boston 100 to 93. Pascal Siakam, 23 points, 11 rebounds. Kyle Lowry had 22 points and 11 rebounds. Milwaukee's Giannis Antetokounmpo is questionable for tomorrow with a sprained ankle. The top seeds in the East, the Bucks, are down three games to none to Miami. There's an NHL Game 7 to end the conference semis tonight, and the top seed in the East, Philadelphia, is getting shut out by the New York Islanders. 3-0 with about 13 minutes to go. There is some college football this weekend. Memphis is tied late first half, 14-all with Arkansas State. Earlier wins for Marshall, Army, and SMU, which won 31-24 at Texas State. Texas State got its uniforms from UPS just hours before kickoff. The Tennessee Vols canceled their scrimmage today after 44 players were unable to play, mostly for virus-related reasons. Tennessee is due to open the season September 26th. Originally, it would have played its opening game today. Serena Williams came back to win her third-round match at the U.S. Open against fellow American Sloane Stevens in three sets. Serena turns 39 this month. She needs Mm. one more Grand Slam title to tie the all-time record of 24. And let's state the facts. This year, six of the top ten just didn't go to the U.S. Open. If she doesn't win this one, I'm tempted to say she'll never win another U.S. Open. And number seven seed Madison Keys of the U.S. tonight had to retire from her match due to injury. It is, I'm not saying she doesn't have tough opponents between now and a final, but overall the draw is comparatively wide open. 
if you compare it to other seasons. Dustin Johnson has a one-stroke lead at the Tour Championship. In baseball, the Cardinals won the first of a doubleheader, 4-2 over the Cubs. Adam Wainwright, 4-0, got the victory in this one. I hear some Cardinal fan cheering in the background. Who is that? What is that? It must be Ephraim. Ephraim's <laughs> clapping. <laughs> no idea what's going on there. And the Cardinals are already up 3-0 on the Cubs, top of the third inning in the night. Take that, Cubs! Take <laughs> that! Sorry, I just off the top rope for a second. I couldn't contain myself. The Cubs entered the day with a record of 23 and 15. The Cardinals were 14 and 15 coming into this because, of course, they had so many days off. And the Angels are starting a doubleheader. They're in the first of two in Anaheim against the Houston Astros. It's 6-6 in the bottom of the six. Notable in this game, Mike Trout has homered. First off, he leads the majors with 15 homers this year. He became the Angels' career home run leader already. He's 29 years old. This was career homer number 300. He breaks the tie with Tim Salmon, who points out the fine kettle of fish that is that Trout passes Salmon on the Angels list, but Mike Trout has connected <laughs> five times in eight games. It's pretty yes, clever. Uh, he was very clever. That's pretty clever. Tim Salmon on the Angels broadcast on Fox Sports West. But uh, Tim Salmon played his whole 14-year career with the Halos. Trout is just starting a 12-year contract with the Good Angels. Lord. So, yeah, he's got a chance. At, he's got he's hit 300. He's got a chance at 600. Let's just say that much. Back to you. Thank you, Steve. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam. How about this, big man? Denver Nuggets head coach Mike Malone. This is before game two tonight. He was talking about coaches not being allowed to have family members in the bubble. Pretty interesting. Listen to what he had to say. The players have their families here, which which they deserve, which is the right thing to do. The referees are allowed to bring one guest, which is great for the referees. The coaches, the coaches are not allowed to bring anybody. I, I say shame on you, NBA. This is crazy. I miss my family, and I think I speak for me, I speak for my coaches and probably all the coaches down here. 60 days and not having access and not being granted the privilege to have my family come here to me is criminal in nature. And that shouldn't be. Shouldn't be at all. What do you think about that? He's absolutely right. It's totally right. I, I didn't know that was the case until uh, that came until he said that. That is beyond ridiculous. I get the bubble and all of that, but you got to remember – the bubble is emptying out. That's what I'm saying. There right? is room for families now. Yes, we're down to eight teams, right? Like that's what's crazy to me is if and there was a uh, statement released by a league spokesperson, and it's hey, due to the highly contagious nature of COVID nineteen, limiting the number of people on campus was always a top priority. Blah 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 blah. Boobity like, boobity boop up. Yeah. We've gone from 22 teams down to eight. So if you think of those 14 teams, players, coaches, staff, all you can't sneak a couple of family members of the coaches that are still in the bubble now? That can't happen? That's crazy. Yeah, because everybody's going through the same guidelines. Right? Everybody has to pass the same protocol, do the same tests. So why are coaches' family excluded from that? Yeah. <laughs> That's a travesty, and I hope they rectify that. Yeah, they should. Spolstra was talking about this, Eric Spolstra, and he said, quote, 
It has been a long period of time away from our families. This is not something that you can prepare for. It's hard to do. We're not in the military. We don't have a background in this. I miss my family dearly. These are extraordinary times, and this is an extraordinary opportunity here in this bubble, end quote. So he was basically saying that they've petitioned the league to reverse course and allow some of the coaches, well, all of the coaches, to have some of their family members there. And, and they should. They should absolutely. I remember a few years ago I did the Amazing Race. And we were. I was gone from my family for 30 days. You got to go for a month. Um, the whole month of June, which has everyone's birthday and our anniversary in it. And you can't have any contact. And what they tell you is every Wednesday we'll call your family, make sure everything's okay. And then we'll let you know <laughs> that, that that was the only contact you that can have. It. Wow. And I was like, okay, well, we've never really done this before. Uh, my wife was pregnant with our second son. We had a, a, a small child. And so it was, it, actually, she wasn't pregnant yet because I when we when I came home, we made our second child because I missed her that okay. much. Right. <laughs> I remember now, this is I'm, I'm being this is God's honest truth. Chester Pitts, who was my teammate in Houston. We went to college together, San Diego State. Um, That was my partner on the Amazing Race, Amazing Race season 23, I believe it was. And when we got eliminated, we had to be sequestered. And so we were sequestered, and I'm just like, oh, my God. <sighs> I was like, man, when I get home, I'm going to make a baby. That's what I, That was the running joke in the house. <laughs> when I get home, I'm going to make a baby. That was the, that was the running joke. Chester was like, me too. Guess what? That was Same six thing, years huh? ago. That was six years ago. Chester and I both have six-year-olds. <laughs> Same thing with Damian Lillard. That's He's just, about to have twins. That's it. Right? It's, right? Um, you, yeah. you, you get... You get sequestered, man. You start thinking of missing that family. I, 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 we went right home and made uh, uh, amazing race babies. You, you know what I and mean? That was the and, thing, man. Yeah, I, yeah. You should have named it uh, some kind of amazing well, race. Nah, theme, I'm not going to do you know? that. I don't know his, his name is amazing as it is. Elijah is maybe his middle name. name. It's a, it's I don't amazing. know middle name something. No, no, no. We, um, we no, I'm not, not going to do that. But that was the conversation before the bubble. Was hey, man? There are a lot of players they can't wait to get away from their uh their significant others and that's not the case for everybody man you go on 60 days there are a lot of people yeah, that are missing their family you want to get away for two weeks and then you're like uh what y'all doing over there right like we've yes, been locked up in right. well they had been locked up in the house for three months and you're like oh i just need to get away after two weeks you're like y'all okay over there right you start miss <laughs> we're human beings this notion, uh-huh. even soldiers feel this, where they're off at war and they're consumed with their family. What's happening? Is everyone okay? This is a these are human reactions. These are to to say that oh you're getting paid millions to go play in the sport in the ball, you don't deserve like what. Right. Your job. And look, man, we get it. There's a global pandemic. you got to take precautions. Yes. We get all of that. But, again, it goes back to the dwindling numbers of teams. If you have, they have the space teams there and you're fine, right? Like, you could make this happen to have some of these coaches' families in the bubble. Yes, whole hotel's it's empty now. 
Yeah. This whole resort's yeah, empty. Yeah, we got now. rooms that are just, yeah, just empty. We got room for you. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. Quarterback news. We've got a couple of things here. One, oh, I, God. Every now and then I like to go, I told you so. Stop it. Even Cut it so out. I already know where we're going. I'm going straight I to I told we're going. you so, Bill. <laughs> All right, we're going right there next. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. You know, Ephraim, every now and then, every now and then, I'm uh, right about something. and Very you know, rarely. No, that's unnecessary. That is unnecessary. <laughs> By the way, that, it jogs my memory. Where is my Snickers bar? Because I was right about the I'm over. trying to postmate it to you. You'll have it this evening. Is that right? Okay, good. And that was the, uh, it was Lakers Blazers, right? It must have been game four because that was the game that, no, game five because CJ uh, was doing the damage. Dame was out. Dame was out and I took the over in that game. I was right. We had a $1 candy bar on the line. So I am uh, I'm awaiting payment over here. Hopefully it'll be this evening and I can feast on a king-size Snickers. But, you know, case in point, another example of me being right, Ephraim, you know? Every now and then Slow I down with like that. to point out that I was correct about something. How about this? How about this? The Bears, they're expected to name <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky as their starting quarterback. And all those people that are fired up about Nick Foles. Well, I will he Nick stay Foles, that way? I call him Nick Foles because he's fooling people into believing he's a franchise quarterback. <laughs> After he won a Super Bowl, oh, keep Nick Foles. He's better than Carson Wentz. Keep this guy. He's backing up. Mitch Trubisky. You got a lot of hate All in your heart. All these Nick Fools people. If you got hate in your heart, wrong, let it out. Way wrong. Not even close to being right. If you have hate in your heart, let it out. <laughs> Look at you. Just. I'm letting facts out of my heart. Well, That's all. Nah, we don't know what's going to transpire. At the end of the season, if Mitchell Trubisky has taken, has taken the Chicago Bears to the playoffs, then I'll oh. say you're right. No, that's not going to happen. Oh, okay. Well, then you're not right then. No, well, here, here's what's going to happen. Um, Mitch Trubisky is going to stink because <laughs> Mitch Trubisky stinks. <laughs> and he's going to get replaced by Nick Fools. And Nick Fools is going to proceed to showcase that he's not a true franchise quarterback either. That's mm. how it's going to go. Hmm. Well, we'll see. One has a Super Bowl uh, MVP. And I take nothing away from him as far as that goes. Okay. He was spectacular in that brief three-game run <laughs> when it mattered most. But he's the pro version of Cardio Jones. Remember Cardio uh, at Ohio State? Yeah. We, there's no it was pro, like, there's pick no, him in the first there's round, There's no pro version. <laughs> you can't compare what someone does in college to the pros. Get I, out of here. I, no, it's the same thing. I get it's, it. I understand. It's I'm just, a small sample size and people overreact. They do. It happens a lot. Yeah. Matt Flynn. Remember that Week seventeen against the against the uh, the Lions. He made right? enough he money game. to never work again. Yeah, <laughs> off that one game. Scott Mitchell, remember that's very I mean, dated now, but yeah, it, it took Russell Wilson to to get him out of the league. Matt Flynn was made ten million dollars to to do nothing. Yeah, to have a good Week seventeen performance. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. It happens, man. Okay, next hour, we're going to get into this a little bit more because there are more quarterback stories. Cam Newton named starting QB 
and mm, get it. offensive captain. Ooh, get it. How about we do a little prediction? Okay. Guess Cam's stats for 2020. All right. Okay. Let's do that. Let's see who uh, comes closest. Maybe we'll put another candy bar on that. Mm. I don't know. You know? We'll get to that. Also this, the Clippers are just sleepwalking right now. They gave up 46 points a minute into the f- second quarter. <laughs> they gave up 46 to the Nuggets. So we'll get to the sleepwalking Clippers. And also, a hybrid. Cut down day in the NFL. Also, turned out to be extension day as well. Keep it locked right here. I'm Brian No, He is Ephraim Salam. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. So, big man, we've got the Clippers struggling right now. They're down by 17 points about halfway through the second quarter. And uh, my takeaway is this. I'm curious if you agree or not. I think the Clippers just lose focus and get bored at times. That shouldn't happen in the playoffs, but they're a team that lets their guard down when they think they're the better team. And I think you're getting a taste of this Early on in the second quarter, they could very easily come back and win this thing. It wouldn't shock me at all. They can, and sometimes teams like this uh, can read their own press clippings before it's time and 
on paper, everyone says the Clippers are the team to beat. So you buy into that. Mm-hmm. Now, Kawhi Leonard has championship acumen, and he knows differently. But who else on that team does? Not playoff P. Definitely not playoff <laughs> P. Right? And and for the most part, your best players are, are outside of those two guys are bench players. Role players. Right? And Pat Beverly, Lou Will, even though Pat Beverly's in the starting lineup now, but Lou Will and Montre- Montrez uh, Harrell. Mm-hmm. So... To find championship leadership there out of your role players who haven't been on championship teams, it's just a different dynamic. You know what I mean? And I I think that's what the Clippers run into. And they haven't played a lot of basketball altogether. You know, Kawhi Leonard is going to do his thing. But if he has an off shooting night, then what? Which he's having now. Yeah, they're just, they're odd. These first two rounds and this second round series is very early on. It's only game two tonight. But just look at that Mavs series. So they lost game four on the Doncic insane game and buzzer beating shot. And then it was like game five. Oh, we'll just, we'll beat you by 43 Mm -hmm. or whatever it turned out to be. It's like, how do you win by 43 yet have these other performances where it's a 50-50 ball game, you know? I just think that they sometimes let their guard down. And I don't think that's going to happen as the playoffs advance. They're going to beat the Nuggets. Um, So if they get to the Western Conference Finals and if they're matched up against the Lakers, I don't think they're going to have as many instances where they just let their guard down. No, they'll be locked in. That that game, if, if Lakers and Clippers can get to the Western Conference Finals, that will be a knockdown drag out. It will be oh, no man. off days yeah. uh, for anybody because that's that has other ramifications to it. Yeah. And I also think this. It's odd timing right now because the Clippers aren't playing good defense tonight. But over the course of this series, we always hear about, hey, this team can't match points with the other team. And sometimes that's true. But I look at it the other way where – there are times where a team just can't match defense with the other team. The Blazers couldn't match the Lakers' defense. Not even no, close. No. And you look at this series, the Nuggets can't come close over the course of a series to matching the Clippers' defense. And that's going to be the difference. Yeah, I, I, I believe so. Um, Murray is going to have to be unconscious like he was in that Utah series. That's difficult to do. Oh, man. Like, 50? Can he put up 50? Not with the waves they can send at him. Yeah, and it's different caliber of defensive player now. Right? So can you have one or two games of 50? The Joker is doing his thing. He's the the second unguardable big man in the league. Him and Anthony Davis. It's just. Oh, he Joker is eating this series. You can't even. (laughs) It's not even. Anything. It's not even close. No, he's no. beyond his skill level. Is is beyond the thing I don't like about what Denver does is Paul Millsap takes a lot of threes for them. That that's really not where you want Paul Millsap. Now he'll hit him hit him occasionally, but.
But if Paul Millsap has a Kawhi or a Morris or someone guarding him in the post, that's where he needs to make his money, right? That's Paul Millsap has been an interior player his entire career. Let's not get confused because you're open at the three-point line. And like right now, the Nuggets can't buy a bucket and the Clippers are going on a, on a run. Yeah. Once, which once was 22 points is now 11. I, they, it just goes fast, man. It right? really does. Because when they get engaged defensively, they lock you they down. They can get stops. They They're force like, you right. into taking bad shots. Yeah. Now, the thing is, and you see this a lot now with the current culture of the NBA in terms of shooting threes, players who shouldn't – remember timing was everything, right? When should you shoot a certain type of shot? That's no longer even a discussion. Analytics has said, if you're open, shoot it. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. What happens is you can be in transition – a team is making a run on you. You get the the rebound. Are you taking it out of, bo- of bounds? You're pushing it down the court. Instead of setting a play up for your best player, a player who's been okay is open at in the corner three. He's going to shoot that shot because analytics says you're open, shoot that shot. Before – your teammates have time to get in rebounding position or set anything up for you to stop the run. That's why we see the big pendulum swings in these games. Up 20, lose, right? Down 20, win. Because the analytical part of the game has taken over the common sense part, right? The way you stop a run is to slow the game down and get a good shot. Yeah. Not a Paul Millsap fading to the right three pointer. <laughs> this it just happened. So yeah. that that's 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 what's happening in the game now, right? So now you get these big runs, these thirteen nothing run, ten nothing run, twelve nothing runs, because you get caught up in the moment opposed to the timing and the right shot. Yeah. Well, I look at it like this too. Um, you remember the the Suns when it was seven seconds or less and it was that run and gun wide open style of mm-hmm. offense. And they would let teams back in games all the time because they would get a big lead and they would still keep playing that same style. And it's like, well, you're opening the door to a potential comeback if you're not hitting your shots. And I think to your point, I think analytics is the new school version of that where it should be situational. If you're up by 15 points, if you've got this seven seconds or less offense, well, you you got to slow it down and milk the clock, right? If you've got this 20-point lead, you shouldn't be solely relying on analytics saying, hey, you're open, take this shot. It's like, it, it you might be no better sense. off. It makes no sense. Yeah, it milking the clock. It makes no sense Taking a higher that. percentage chance, a higher percentage shot. But we see it all the time. You have, we just talked about Joker being an unstoppable force. You're shooting the ball before he even crosses half court? How, where, why would you do that when you have a sizable lead? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because you're (laughs) so accustomed to taking transition threes that you're not even reading the flow of the game. The Clippers are on a 9-0 run, and you're taking those type of shots. What? 
slow the game down, get a high percentage shot at the rim, go to the free throw line, stop the momentum. All of that goes out the window. Paul Millsap shot a on-the-move, fade-to-the-right three-pointer. That's not what we need. We didn't bring you here for that, Paul Millsap. This is this is this is this is real. I'm I'm being as honest and and as accurate as I can be in breaking these games down. That that yeah. was crazy to me. Well, you got to know the situation. No matter what style you play, you got to be aware of the situation. That's just that's as basic as it gets. I'm Brian. No, he's Ephraim Salam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Okay, I feel like we need entrance music. Let's see if I've got anything. This is on the fly here. Uh, scrolling, and, and scrolling. just as I said that, uh-huh. coming out of the uh, the timeout from the Nuggets, guess who they go to and get a score? Joker. That's it. Inside at the rim. There you go. Okay, so here we go. The official entrance music. We're guessing Cam Newton's 2020 NFL stats here, Ephraim Salam. That sounds very official, right there, with the bugle in the background. Does it not? Come on. All right, well, what do you see for Cam Newton? Just give me yards, touchdowns, okay. interceptions. I have I have 3,300 yards. Okay, all right. I have 17 touchdowns and eight interceptions. Okay, that's I, you know what? <laughs> you can't even you can't even do it. I know you want to. It's, it's, it's not that bad. It's, I think the interception is going to be higher. But I I, I smell I, I, what I, you're cooking. I don't basically. think so because that New England style offense doesn't lend to that. They don't let you be reckless with the ball. Yeah, it's not that style of offense. Think of all the quarterbacks that have played in there when Tom Brady was hurt or something like that. They don't throw a lot of interceptions. Would you like to add rushing yards here? I, I will add rushing yards. I'll okay. I'll give him 350 yards rushing. 350 yeah. rushing. Okay, mm-hmm. I like that. That's pretty good. Okay, here's where I'm going to go. He, um, Cam Newton with the New England Patriots. Passing yardage. I'm going to go a little north. Give me... Um, 3,450. Okay. Uh, we'll go uh, We'll go 3,456 to make it easy so it sticks in your mind. 3,456. That's my prediction okay. for his, uh, his, his passing yardage. Touchdown throws. Uh, I'll go 18 touchdown throws and 13 interceptions. We're pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah, he's going to have a solid year. Right, he's going to have a solid year. I think it'll be good. I think this style of offense will help him. They don't have a lot of weapons, but I think he'll be able to uh, extend drives with his his ability to run. I think they're going to be very uh, cautious with him and and not allow him to take those type of hits. I think the respect that he has for Belichick and and vice versa, I think that's going to lend well for him having a successful season. Because if Belichick says, hey, look, this is what we need. We can't afford. You're going to listen to that. Right? Belichick's arguably the, one of the best coaches to ever coach. You, you're going to take things a little bit different when it comes from him. His success rate is, is through the roof. So, yeah, he says don't run so much. You're not going to run so much. Right? You know, 
Yeah, but you know, get what's out funny? of bounds, get down, all of those type of things. I, I just don't think it's in his DNA. Yeah, but yeah, at, at, at a certain point, you have to do that. Remember, Michael Jordan would go to the rim and just dunk on everybody and all of that. Once you got a little bit older, what started to happen? But he's a jump shooter. He right? transitioned. He got to his spot, high post, and was able to still score forty. So you have to be able to evolve. The the, the players that though. don't well, I I think it it'll have to be. Now remember, if he can preserve himself, he's a big guy. He can take contact, but not at the excessive amount he was taking. Yeah, you know uh, what's weird is there are a lot of people that have high expectations for Cam Newton this year, and the stats, like the predictions that we threw out there, that's not a successful season. But what's weird is, in my opinion, even though a lot of people have high expectations for Cam. Even if he delivers these numbers that we predicted, you know, you predicted 17 touchdowns, eight picks. That's nothing to write home about. No, it's if not. If he did that, it would be like, oh, Cam, look at the play he made in this game. It's crazy. It's weird. It normally doesn't work like that. It, it, it doesn't. But what this will do is it'll get him back moving forward in his career. This it should. Will get, this will get him back on pace. Yeah, I uh, no, it, it will because if he can exhibit an ability to complete a high percentage of passes, take care of the ball, oof. and be I know that's been his his shortcoming. His completion percentage is right at you know fifty nine point six sixty percent. That's something he's always struggled with, even in his MVP year. Yeah, it was something he always struggled with. But what I'll say is he has the ability. Right, he has the ability to jumpstart his career in a perfect situation. Of course, more talent is always warranted, but yeah. let's just say, for the sake of argument, they do somehow win the division. You don't think that that would, even with those numbers, if they were to win the division with those numbers, that would catapult him back on track in his career. I I don't know. Think man. about it, that. It, it 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 would help, um. But what's weird to me is Brady put up respectable numbers last year. They won twelve games, and all anyone did was talk trash about how supposedly sucky his season was. Because they were coming at now, Tom Brady and Cam Newton coming from two different places. They are the thing. Tom Brady was coming from a a a. a Decade plus of greatness. <laughs> and six rings. I, right? Yeah, sure, I get that. Cam Newton is coming from the other side. They were saying that he couldn't do it. Right. He's not. Fair. I get that there's going to be disparity with how they're viewed, but there's too much disparity is what I'm saying. Of course. That's what I'm saying. If Cam puts up, you know, 18 touchdowns and 13 picks and they go 500, and I don't want to hear about what he's doing great. I just I don't want to hear it, uh, but I think you are. It's going to be fascinating, however it plays out for Cam this season. All right, we got to get to this coming up next from the Geico Studios. This isn't justifying a bad performance, but it helps explain it. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Hey, did you know right now, Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies. That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. What are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit geico.com to learn more. I would love to know what Don Brown's Spotify playlist looks like (laughs) or whatever he listens to his music on. You know, I love how eclectic it is. He's all over the place. It's awesome. He's got to give us just one genre and say, you know what? He's uh, he's, he's a Renaissance man. He's a Renaissance man. Oh, I love that. He's all over the place. It's great. It's great. Okay. So I'm not going to justify Giannis's bad play and the Bucks. Oh, three hole here. But I'm going to try to explain it here, Ephraim. I'm curious what you think about this. I'm looking at Giannis through the series, and especially in Game 3. He scored 21 points on 21 shots. He was 0 for 7 from 3-point range. I think there's a huge difference between being the team that's expected to win. You're the one seed. You're going to be the reigning two-time MVP very shortly. And then you're the Miami Heat where, hey, some people give you a shot before the series starts, but you aren't expected to win the series. I think that goes a long way. And again, I'll restate, 
This is not me saying, back off. You shouldn't criticize Giannis at all. You should. He hasn't gotten it done. He hasn't played like a two-time MVP. His supporting cast hasn't been playing good complimentary basketball. So I'm not justifying their bad play and them getting smoked 40-13 to in the fourth quarter with their season on the line in game three. I'm not justifying any of that. But being the favorite, being the team that's expected to win, that's a pressure that they have that the Miami Heat don't. And it's a layer in explaining why the Bucs have been down in this series. And they're trailing three games to nothing. When I look at what's going on with the Milwaukee Bucks, and they're done, uh, it's over for them. Uh, whether they win one game or not or get swept, it, it doesn't matter. What I When I look at them and I, I see Brooke Lopez, who shoots the ball 17 times, he shoots nine three-pointers, mm-hmm. right? And that is not from the Ephraim Salam offensive philosophy playbook. Right no, because he has six rebounds. Two offensive rebounds. You need his presence in the key. And I grant, granted, Giannis spends a lot of time under the basket. Giannis had uh, 16 rebounds total. But you you have to – Brooke Lopez can't be your second-best player. You're not winning a championship like that. That's flat out. And a credit to Brooke, he's developed an outside shot. He's, you know, added a, another dimension to his game. But him being your second-best player doesn't get you a championship. Yeah. On any team. I don't care yeah. who's the number one guy. Yeah, well, I think there are numerous things that you could point to. And I'll play some audio for you here real quick, Ephraim Salam. This is Mark Schlereth. So Stink was with the well, the artist that's currently known as the Washington football team, right? He won a couple of championships with the Denver Broncos. So these were the Denver years. He was on NFL Network's America's Game. And he was explaining one year being the underdog in the Super Bowl versus the next year being the favorite in the Super Bowl. So pay attention to this, and I'll relate it to the Bucks afterward. Check it out. I remember after Super Bowl 32, staying up all night at the party, goofing around. I remember going to the party, Super Bowl 33 afterwards, having something to eat, and going up to my room and going to bed. Exhausted. Absolutely exhausted. That was the difference. Defending the crown versus chasing the crown. It's a task. It's a monumental task. Okay, so not the perfect comparison because obviously the Bucks haven't won a championship and they're not defending the championship that they previously won. But what I take from that, Ephraim, is the pressure of being expected to win. I think it's favorite versus underdog. Well, they, they were the favorite last year. They had the number one record, in, and they were number one in, 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 in the East last year. Yep. Same, same with this year. Even got better a little bit. But their misgivings in the playoffs, th- this is who they are now. Yeah. Right? You get one year, and you're like, okay, well, let's see what – this is who they are. Yeah. Now, what are you going to do? Giannis 
is a restricted free agent next year. If he doesn't sign the Supermax deal when free agency starts this year, you're going to lose him. You're going to lose him. So you're going to be left with, do we trade him? Because this is Milwaukee. There is not a line, even with Giannis there, there's not a line of guys, free agents, headed out to Milwaukee. Yeah, oh gosh, that's yeah, right? that's that, that's that an attractive. It's basically what Joakim Noah was saying about Cleveland. Like, like whoever Cleveland. says I want to go vacation in Cleveland, you could basically throw Milwaukee in the it's mix. It's the it's the same thing. So because their ineptability to continue to win and go deep into the playoffs and at least get to the 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 championship. Man, the finals. It is now uh, evident that you're not going to really be able and I to, to keep your superstar, your MVP, and I get it. Giannis has said he likes being in Milwaukee. He, all of that is great when you're winning. Man. But think about everything that you lay, laid out there. All that's on the line for Milwaukee, and they're down 0-3. Teams that are down 0-3 in a best of seven. It's over. Never. Oh, and 139. It's, it's, it's not going to happen. They don't even have enough. <laughs> yeah. They don't, even, they, they, don't, they don't have enough, even if they were to win the next game and the game after that. They don't have enough to win four in a row. Yeah. And look, man, he can't go to Miami if he's leaving and going somewhere else. He's going to get the KD treatment if he joined the Miami Heat, the team that's waxing him right now. It, it, so that's the rumor is – the Miami Heat, it's no secret. The Miami Heat and the Raptors are like, hey, hey, Greek freak. Hey, huh? what do you think about uh, our organization over here? Uh, this might be great news for Toronto because Giannis, he can't go to Miami after getting smacked around by Miami. He wouldn't live that down. Well, it doesn't matter, right? I, I mean, I would pick Miami over Toronto. One is in the country and one is <laughs> not. One, one has, has sun, beaches, <laughs> and and. and, and in business, the one other has one cool slogan, has a cool We the North. I'd a, rather have sun rays instead a, of We the North. A, the, a, a winter is coming, right? They they literally have uh, the winter that the Game of Thrones was, I was, was talking yeah, you about. Read my mind. I was literally thinking the same thing. That's hilarious. You went there. Yeah. So I, I was it, trying to think. Where was the wall at? You know. Right. That's what I think of Toronto, where there's it's, huge walls. It's, it's not a hard choice. Blizzard. Yeah. Win, no, it's not Winterfell. It was something else in the north, like that huge wall. I can't remember. It's black. Uh, what was it? Is uh, I can't remember. Anyway. Like one has no state taxes, and the other one you have to pay double taxes. Oh gosh! Uh, separate country taxes. You you pick. I mean, like this isn't this isn't a tough decision. I would. How much do you think he get called out for it though? It doesn't really. matter. Let's say it's I, a sweep I, or a gentleman. But sweep. I don't even think he's that type of he garner, he garners that type of attention uh, in terms of the scrutiny. Mm. I think it would. I think there'd be a lot of He scrutiny. doesn't get the same scrutiny of KD or LeBron or Kyrie. He doesn't get that. He won't get the same because, obviously, the Miami Heat didn't win the, like, they didn't hit the 73 win mark or whatever the equivalent would be with a shortened season, right? But he would still, he'd get lambasted for joining and the team. And guess what? That, that would, last, that would last for, what, two weeks? And then life goes on. 
Oh, it would, but the conversation, but whose team is it really? Is it Jimmy's team? Is it Giannis's team? Blah, blah. A lot of that would still. I, you know what? And I don't think guys even care about that anymore. Guys he don't care. Not. Look at look at KD and, and I mean, uh, uh, PG and, and, and Kawhi. They don't care. Aaron, Anthony Davis, LeBron, no one cares anymore. Right, but, but we care. They, that that's something we put out. The the players they can care less. The only players, uh, the, the only player that cares about that is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant cared that, a that, lot. That, that's the only one. Because <laughs> people are coming at your throat all the time. Well, yeah, because he's very sensitive anyway. We know that, right? But he's the only one that's been like. Ugh. Everybody else is like, whatever. It is what it is. Man, I don't know if they're coming after your throat. We barely even hear deadly. from Giannis. I think Giannis at some point would be like, yo, enough's enough. <laughs> I think almost anybody would break at some point if you keep hearing that you, all the you, time. You know what I want to hear? I want to hear from the great <laughs> Steve DeSager. I like that you threw it to him. That's great. Look at you taking the wheel. I love it, big man. You go for it. Steve DeSager, a friend of America to spin us around. What's going on? Wow, Steve? that was a professional segue. Do oh, not try yeah. that at home, kids. We do have NBA playoff games to update. But first off, Giannis Antetokounmpo of Milwaukee is questionable for tomorrow with a sprained ankle. The top seeds in the East are down three games to none to Miami. Uh, the Clippers, you'd think, was going to be a walk in the park. Up two games to none after tonight. Not so against the Denver Nuggets. It's Nuggets mm. at the half, 72 to 56 in the lead. Jamal Murray, 20 points in the first half, 8 of 13 shooting. Nikola Jokic, 24 points, 10 rebounds already, 9 of 13 shooting. This would even up the second round series at a game apiece. Denver led 14 to 2 early tonight. They were up by 21 before the first quarter was over. Who do you have winning the game? I'm going Clippers tonight, Steve. Who you got? You say the Clippers are coming from yeah. 16 down at the half. Yeah. Doesn't mean anything. 16's nothing. No, I see good shooting, and I see two stars contributing for Denver. I think the Nuggets can hold on, for crying out loud, to a 21-point first-half lead. What are we betting? 500 bucks our normal? Whoa. Our standard bet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we got a spare Snickers bar here in the back. <laughs> okay. Second half is just underway, by the way. Denver up 16. Toronto is tied two games apiece in its second round series after beating Boston 100-93. And NHL Game 7 tonight went to the Islanders 4-0 over the top seeds in the East Philadelphia. The Kentucky Derby was won by Authentic. We have college football, such as it is tonight. Three games are final. Three are in progress. Already wins for Marshall. Army and SMU, which won at Texas State 31-24. Five total turnovers in that game. Currently, North Texas and its early fourth quarter is up 50-17 to on Houston Baptist. It is now Memphis <laughs> leading 27-17 against Arkansas State and driving for more mid-third quarter. And UTEP has scored to take the halftime lead on Stephen F. Austin 17-14. And there is your college football roundup. Again, such as it is. In Major League Baseball, bottom of the ninth, Nationals lead 10-4 at Atlanta. Cleveland and the White Sox each one again. Miami, a 7-3 winner at Tampa Bay, beating Blake Snell, who had been 3-0. Oakland on Fox today, down San Diego, 8-4. It was 8-1 in the seventh inning. Cincinnati has just won 6-2 at Pittsburgh. The Pirates' record is 12-26. Three home runs for the Reds. Eugenio Suarez, he has 12 this year. The Mets and Baltimore each one. And the Angels won the first of their doubleheader, 10-9 over Houston. Mike Trout with his 15th homer, career home run number 300. And finally, some NFL items, plenty of them actually. 
First off, on free agent defensive end Jadavian Clowney, he says he will sign with the Titans. The Texans gave quarterback Deshaun Watson a four-year extension. The Chargers agreed to a four-year extension with wide receiver Keenan Allen. And the Bills gave defensive back Tredavious White a four-year extension. NFL rosters had to be down to 53 players by today. Opening night is Thursday already, Houston at Kansas City. Tennessee cut quarterback Trevor Simeon. Jacksonville released quarterbacks Mike Glennon and Josh Dobbs. So the Jaguars' backup quarterback is a sixth-rounder for from Oregon State. The Bears cut kicker Cairo Santos. Seattle cut pass rusher Shaquem Griffin. Quarterback Joe Flacco passed his physical. He'll be on the Jets' active roster. The Patriots released running back Lamar Miller. And the Pats cut kicker Nick Folk and cut fifth-round kicker Justin Rohrwasser. They don't have a kicker on the roster at the moment. So <laughs> one going to be those, Cam. One Cam's going to kick. One of those two could still be recited. Is Paul Horning available? <laughs> the Dolphins acquired rookie Lynn Bowden from the Las Vegas. Raiders for a fourth rounder. Yes, the guy who was just drafted in the third round this year by Las Vegas. And Miami officially cut quarterback Josh Rosen. Back to you. Oh, that Josh Rosen, boy. He can't oh, win for losing. Man. That's rough. Maybe they'll get Doug Flutie with the drop kicking. Maybe that's the <laughs> the approach for the Tom Patriots Tupa, where is he? Come on, yeah. Pats. Oh man, Tom Tupa. Is I he love that. is he done, Josh Rosen? No, he'll resurface somewhere. No, he'll get a ninth offensive coordinator and just yeah. keep going. But he's going to be a backup. I don't know if he's ever going to get a legit starting opportunity in the NFL. It's been rough. He's been dealt a tough hand, but he's made it worse. Like, look at when he was with the Arizona Cardinals. We get it. Bad offensive line. Didn't have weapons. But then he goes to the Dolphins, and he throws one touchdown and five picks. Ryan Fitzpatrick looks worlds better than the guy. (laughs) He has more experience. I mean, that's not fair. That's true. Okay, but compare him. take, Take it like this. Look at Sam Darnold. Same draft. Who has Sam Darnold had there in New York? Do you realize that his number one receiver might be Chris Hogan this year? Oof. That used to be with the Patriots. We had to, I had to look it up. I was like, who did he play for last year? He was with the Carolina Panthers. He had like eight catches for 65 yards in, I don't know, eight games or so. That might be Sam Darnold's number one receiver. And he's not washing out like Josh Rosen. So I think Rosen's had a tough go his supporting cast has left a lot to be desired but he's made it way worse yeah I think his approach and his attitude coming in uh also was a reflection of oh my god Paul Millsap in these threes man (laughs) I just I can't do it man I'm like bruh read the room look at the scoreboard how about start there look at you Steve you're feeling good now it's up to 18 points huh you're feeling good about your game two nuggets here (laughs) Uh, yeah, not my nuggets. I just wouldn't most people sitting at this desk said, yeah, okay, they're up by close to 20 at half. Yeah, I think they can win an NBA playoff game. I'm going clips. I've got the – who do you have, Ephraim? Who I got do you the have winning this? I got the nuggets. Nuggets too, yeah. huh? All right, if you were paid in full with the Snickers bar you owe me, I would run it back. Oh, let's double I'm a waiting. nothing in it. Just double it, double it up. Uh, nope, nope, nope. I'm waiting for you really? to be paid in full. Yes. Really? You don't want double Wait. double nothing? You're so sure. No, no. I, oh, no. Wait, wait a minute. It's just like a $6 Postmates fee on the one Snickers bar. Right. <laughs> hey, that, that's the cost of doing business, Steve. That's Double it up. Down. No, I'm waiting for payment. Oh, you, man. Okay, you know what? You'd have to give me odds, though. My team is down. Now, now we have odds? Now you want to do that? My game two clips are wow. down by 16. I you, need odds. You want odds in the middle of the third quarter. You yes. want odds. Look at look at the live betting line. 
Here we you, go. You need help. Let's check. No, let's check this well, out. We knew help. that before the game started. Hey, 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 hey. You settled down with your wise cracks there, Steve DeSager. Here we go. Live in-game betting line. The Clippers are plus 260. I should get two and a half Snickers bars to your one Twix bar. If my Clippers, my game two Clippers win, I get two and a half. You get one. They're your Clippers now? Well, just game two. Game two Clippers. Yeah, that's who I'm betting on. What do you say? We got a deal? No, man. That's ridiculous. That's not ridiculous Straight up, at all. double or nothing. Wins and <laughs> losses, baby. No, no. Those are bad odds. I wouldn't scared. take those odds. Just scared. No, that's wise. I'm not giving, I'm not betting even money when a team's down 16. That's just crazy. Nuggets only have four turnovers in the whole game at this point. Mm. And the two stars were stars. And in fact, it's, well, I mentioned earlier. Jokic, just the first half, was 24 points, 10 rebounds. It can't go Both sound very skeptical about the Clippers coming back. That's fine. Well, you you just talked about the in an earlier do. segment about the Clippers are phenomenal one game, 150 points, and then, <laughs> wait a minute, what? Was that yeah. the same team I just saw? That's true. They fall you have no experience wheel. in the postseason, apparently. You don't hey, know what it takes. They're going to wake up. You'll see. Second half resurgence. Tonight? By the end of tonight, yes. you mean? Yep. Second half resurgence. This You'll is see. the second half. They're starting it up. They were Steve. down. 16 at the half. They're they down 16 now. Yeah, give it a little time. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, coming up next from the Geico studios, I'm going to say something, Ephraim, that you might look at me sideways for. And also this. Will the big man give some props to someone he normally doesn't give credit to? I'm Brian No, he's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, he's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Keep it locked. Top of the hour. Arnie Spanier, Aaron Torres. They'll be talking all about the Clippers' big game two comeback win to take a 2-0 series lead. I think they'll have a, a, a big time breakdown on that. E from Salam. Well, put your money on it then. Hey, gotta give me odds. Put, I, was I don't want to give you odds. What I want to give you two to is one. an opportunity two to, one. to get your uh, – Two to one. Scared. Come on, you got a 13-point lead. Scared give money don't odds. make money. Two to one odds. Scared money don't make money. It's a candy bar. Scared it's money don't right. make money. It's only right. Scared money don't make you- money. okay let's go rapid fire style here from salam so deshaun watson texan stud quarterback signed a four-year 160 million dollar extension the guaranteed money is what you pay attention to 111 million dollars in guaranteed cash of course the texans play the chiefs on thursday night if you look at the supporting cast what deshaun watson has with no deandre hopkins anymore by the way Compared to what Mahomes has, Mahomes got way more to work with. And this isn't for shock value or anything like this. Although Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football, he's the best player in the NFL, you would start any franchise with Patrick Mahomes. He is a flat-out stud. Don't get that twisted. But at this current stage, Patrick Mahomes is overrated. It's overrated. They act like he's walking on water. And he's the best. He's the best in the business. But they act like he's not. He's flawless. And if there's no defensive breakdown in coverage, 
allowing a bomb to Tyreek Hill? You think we're throwing out all of these compliments about Patrick Mahomes? If they lose that Super Bowl, he played badly in three and a half quarters and a bust of a coverage helped the Chiefs come back and now all of a sudden he walks on water. Well, he does walk on water. You can't take him, you can't make him sink after one bad game. I mean, this kid is unreal. He's awesome. He's the he's next fantastic. he's the next great one. He's the current great one. Right. <laughs> he's the face of the league for the next 12 years. But do you think if you swap out supporting casts Right, all of a sudden, Deshaun Watson. He's got Tyreek Hill. He's got Travis Kelsey. He's got. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's good. He's not Patrick Mahomes. Okay, he's better though. And where's Mahomes if he's got Brandon Cooks and all of his concussions and Will Fuller, who's a great deep threat, but he's injured all the time. So he's one of the quarterbacks to where you say, and we've seen this. You took Peyton Manning, put him on any team. Their playoff team. You take Tom Brady, put him on any team. Their playoff team. Mm-hmm. You took Aaron Rodgers in his prime, Drew Brees, any of those quarterbacks on any team in the league, mm-hmm. instantly playoff team. That's Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he's that's you, not yeah, necessarily Deshaun Watson. No, I'm not saying that. Right. So that's where I. That's where I. Right. That, I'm, that's how I'm looking at the situation. Fair. I just look at the supporting cast matters of Mahomes. And even though he'd still be a stud with lesser players around him, he's not the same stud. That's all. That's all I'm saying. No, he. he well, I, I don't know, man. That kid is. He's he's <laughs> special, man. Like seriously, when I watch him, I'm like, this is crazy. It's like watching a video game. Okay, how about this? Are you willing to give the beard some props? Listen to this preaching defense at the end of the game, the game one win of the Rockets. This was on ESPN. Our defense. That's just going to get us to where we want to go. I keep preaching it, but defensively, if we're engaged, this is one of the, this is the best team in the West. You know, if we can hold them under 100 points, uh, defensively, we got something. So uh, just keep that same mindset. He's not lying. And the Rockets have the best defense in the playoffs. How about that, man? The Rockets playing defense. Yeah. You know why? They make people play their style of basketball. They rush them. They make them shoot ill-advised shots. I've been saying this for <laughs> yeah, that lends to playing good defense because you've completely changed the characteristic of a team. All right, before we get out of here, Ephraim Salam, I thought you would uh, enjoy this. So this uh, starts off bad. Dr. Dre and Nicole Young are getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. All right. And Nicole Young is asking for $2 million monthly. Oh, ridi- it's ridiculous. In temporary spousal support. Makes no sense. So uh, there are a couple of uh, bullet points here. She outlines it. uh, Entertainment, $900,000 a month. Oh, my God. What do you think about that? Is that reasonable? No. Okay. All right. Let's see. Uh, Well, clothes, $135,000 a month. No. Um, Okay. Let's see here. Um, Education, $60,000 a month. No. No, no. Yeah. Ooh, telephone, cell phone, email, $20,000 a month. A little high, a little high. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus